Movies Are a Thing is a weekly podcast going over the movies premiering this week and any other movie-related tangents we decide to venture off onto. Hello and welcome to Movies Are a Thing. My name is John. And I'm Travis, and here are the movies premiering this week. Yes! But before we do that, Travis... <laughs> yes, sir? <laughs> how's your week going, man? <laughs> well (laughs) all right um how's my week going (laughs) well uh it's been good except i had a bit of an issue Mm. and i bet you you could guess what happened did it have to do with your vehicle it sure did (laughs) really (laughs) yeah (laughs) what So I was out on Saturday driving around. No, wait, sorry. Back it up. On Friday, I went to go get an oil change. And they said that I had something frozen and on, on uh, underneath the vehicle and that I needed to get it looked at ASAP. I was like, okay, cool. But they're like, you could wait a few days. You should be fine until Monday. I was like, okay, cool. Well, Kiss the I was right out driving. Exactly. So I was out Saturday and my check engine light came on. So I was like, well, I'm just going to bring it in. Um, and they finally got a hold of me today. And apparently it's some something underneath that's causing an oil leak, which is causing a bunch of other things to fail. <laughs> and... It's going to cost about $2,200. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, really. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm yeah. sorry, man. Holy cow. Uh, uh, it's okay. That's just the joys of owning a vehicle, I guess. I, what? And, and just my horrible luck. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Okay, so let's see here. Uh, one, two, three, four, four? Yeah. <laughs> Cause I know you had the, you had the, you had the cool car at the theater. Yeah, I had, I had the, yeah, I had the charger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, wait, 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 hold on. First off, I had, I had the Malibu. Malibu. Which is my first car. And mm. then I had the charger. Mm-hmm. And then after the charger, I had the Equinox. Yeah. And, and then, then you had the Equinox. Yeah, then you had the, after, uh, the tan one. Or the, there was a tan door involved. I know that. That would have been the 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 Malibu. No, no, your your uh cuz you your your Equinox. Yeah, cuz you had the SUV. You had the after the Charger, it was the blue SUV. Mhm. And then you had the other SUV that had the the DoorDash incident with Right. Yep. That would have been the uh, that would have been the brand new used car that I had. Mm-hmm. That was before I got the Buick that I have now. So, so you know, five, five. Yeah. <laughs> yep. What can I say? Well, let's just say I I I started the podcast five years ago. <laughs> And I've been through five vehicles. <laughs> You've been through five vehicles. 
Oh, it's so good. Uh, but let's see. On lighter notes, I did watch a few movies. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, okay, so I watched The Boys in the Boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the one directed by Jude, by George Clooney. Um, right. About the, the boys rowing team, which, I mean, I thought it was just okay. If you've seen one sports movie, you've seen them all. Um, I, I really thought Joel, Joel Edgerton did a really good job though. So if you really like his, his acting work, then you might enjoy this movie. I mean, it is uplifting. It is a good story. Um, it's just, I've, if you've seen one, you've seen them all. So we tell them we are the Rudy, Rudy, yep. Rudy. <laughs> uh, but, but Rudy is good though. I like that Rudy one. is good. Rudy is good. Yeah. Um, and then the other one I watched was the beekeeper. Okay. Okay. With, uh, Mr. Jason Statham. And, and, I've heard. And I really. Oh wait, you can go ahead. I was. I was gonna say. I. I've. I've heard. Um. I've heard some. Some good things about the movie. Uh. Not necessarily by mm-hmm. critics, but. And I guess you know, very much a turn off your brain and enjoy. Exactly. Like you don't have to really think too much. You can just go in there, turn off your brain, and watch Jason Statham just kill people for two hours. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> That works, I guess. Yeah. Um, I guess that's all I watched this weekend. Did you watch anything? Uh, I was I was going to try to get a double feature going on oh. Saturday. Okay. Or was it yesterday? Might have <laughs> been yesterday. Okay. Uh, but then I got busy trying to take care of paperwork. Gotcha. Okay. Because I have so much paperwork that I am behind on. Uh, organizing, so I, I was trying to get oh, that all going. Yeah. So I turned on Spaceballs mm-hmm. and had that on in the background. Nice. <laughs> They've gone <laughs> plaid. <laughs> well, I certainly hope you used your space brand or your Spaceballs brand pen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I put when it into my uh, into my uh, Spaceballs file box. Uh, yes. <laughs> I have the Spaceballs folders. If you made mistakes, did you use your Spaceballs whiteout? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Awesome. You know, I had awesome. my uh, my Spaceballs post-its that I was making little notes on. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's so, so good. Stu- so stupid. It is. Uh, so Raspberry. Good, <laughs> <laughs> I'm your brother's cousin's former roommate. <laughs> <laughs> so what does that make us? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> nothing. Oh, <laughs> uh, so good. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, I was gonna try to make it up to the theater, and I just unfortunately did not uh, did not get a chance to get up there. Well, it's still there, so I mean, you have plenty of other opportunities. I do, I do. Yes, including some stuff that's going to be uh, releasing this week. Wait, Ooh. Is it? I might, I might have to try to see something this week up there. Sweet. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> but sounds good. What do you say we get into some movie news? Because we have a bit of movie news today. When don't we? Uh, last week. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then we better get to it. <laughs> All right. The first one is a celebration. 
I guess, more mm. more than anything. Uh, Elton John became the 19th person to achieve an EGOT. So uh, he he finally got a uh, Emmy. Yeah, it was an Emmy. So he, he finally mm-hmm. got an Emmy, which means now he has an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. So he has the full EGOT. Oh, all right. I was wondering what that all meant, but all right, cool. Yes. So basically, uh, in chronological order, the 18 people before Elton John were composer Richard mm-hmm. Rogers, actress Helen Hayes, actress Rita Moreno, uh, actor John uh, uh, Galgood. I honestly have never heard okay. that one before. Actress Audrey Hepburn, uh, compo- oh, okay. composer Marvin Hamlish, uh, orchestrator Jonathan Tunick. Writer, director, composer Mel Brooks, uh, director yeah. Mike Nichols, actress Whoopi mm-hmm. Goldberg, producer That's Scott cool. Rudin, composer uh, Robert Lopez, singer and actor John Legend, uh, composer Tim Rice, composer Andrew mm-hmm. Lloyd Webber, composer Alan Menken, actress, producer Jennifer Hudson, and actress Viola Davis. Oh, wow. Okay. So basically all of those people have, have gotten... Uh, an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. At least one of each to get the okay. EGOT. I was going to make a really cheesy joke. <laughs> if it was an EGOT, but well, why couldn't it be an EGON? Oh, I thought you were going to say EGOT and EGOT. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I went full circle and did a Ghostbusters reference. You did. You did. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Uh, but yeah, so basically, uh, let's see here. So his... Emmy was for mm-hmm. the um, Elton John Live Farewell at Dodger Stadium. Okay. Which was nominated for Best Variety Special Live. And then uh, he's won two Oscars for Best Original Song. Can You Feel the okay. Love Tonight from Lion King? And I'm Gonna mm-hmm. Love Me Again from Rocket Man in 2019. Okay. And then he won a Tony Award for Original Score of Ida in 2000. And okay. And then he is a five-time Grammy Award winner. Wow, he's had so, quite the career. Yeah, just a little bit, just a little bit. Uh, but yeah, that was the Elton John live farewell from Dodger Stadium was from his farewell tour. Um, and I think Dodger Stadium was like the last stadium that he played. Oh, wow. Okay. So uh, it was very kind of a, I think that's, I don't know. There, there was, I don't know the exact story, but there was also some kind of significance too where Dodger Stadium was where he also did some first, I believe. So basically, uh, he took the stage at Dodger Stadium for a final time. It's where it's the same arena that he performed at 47 years ago, which many describe as the moment that launched the 75-year-old to stardom. Oh wow! Okay. So basically, the you know a lot of people say that Dodger Stadium was kind of where he made it big, mm-hmm. and then uh, that was where he had his last uh, <laughs> last concert of his farewell tour. Gotcha. Okay. That's yeah. awesome. So, uh, now he has an EGOT and he has that little, you know, feather in his cap too. Mm-hmm. Which, I and mean, it's Elton John, he's got a lot of feathers in his cap. Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we were thinking the same thing. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I guess other than that, uh, kind of moving on from, <laughs> from what, one very eccentric person to another. Uh, mm-hmm. going from Elton John to David Lynch. Uh, apparently, David Lynch's Dune is returning to theaters in February for its 40th anniversary. 
anniversary. Wow. There we go. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, did you ever see the the original Dune? Uh, not all the way. No. Okay. Yeah, I've never seen it. I've I've definitely seen bits and pieces. I've just never sat sure. down and watched it because of what I've heard about it. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, look, sounds like next month here, Dune will be back in theaters. Uh, before Dune Two, mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry, Dune Part Two, uh, on which is coming to theaters on March first. Wow, uh, yeah, that's not too much longer from now. Yeah, yeah. So basically, uh, Lynch's version of the film re- will return to theaters two weeks ahead ahead of the release of mm-hmm. uh, Villeneuve's Dune Part Two, which is scheduled to premiere on March first. Awesome. So gonna have to watch dune part one and then the original dune and then dune part two yes most definitely should be fun because everything that i've seen from the original doom dune not doom dune (laughs) is is very uh not only 80s but lynchy Mm -hmm. yes he's a very he's he's a very niche director very much so yes yeah but uh it should be fun yeah you know how el- who else is a very niche director? Who's that? As in, like, the horror niche. <laughs> that is David F. Sandberg. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, the only time that he's really kind of gone out of his uh, horror roots is to uh, <laughs> direct some superhero movies. Mm-hmm. One being pretty well-received, the other one not being well-received at all. Yeah, uh, that exactly. is the Shazam movies. <laughs> But it sounds like Until Dawn, the video game that was released mm-hmm. in 2015, I believe, uh, is getting a movie adaptation being directed by David F. Sandberg. Uh, okay. And then also, uh, oh, where did it go? There it is. Being written by Gary Doberman. Okay. Who is the screenwriter behind franchises like It, Annabelle, and The Nun. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Doberman is actually doing a a pass on the script by another person, uh, Blair Butler. Ooh, okay. Who wrote uh, The Invitation. I heard of that one. I've never seen it, though. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. uh, Apparently, uh, one of the producing companies is basically calling this an R-rated love letter to the horror genre, centering on an ensemble cast. R-rated love letter to the horror genre all right well that's just i mean that's not really saying much though because i mean a lot of horror movies are rated r right right so So, i don't know whatever i mean basically i i've never played until dawn yeah me neither but it is an interactive horror video game that follows eight friends and frenemies who are brought together at a remote mountain retreat with live-or-die scenarios featuring a mysterious killer, cannibalistic Wendingos, a cable car, and a long-ago mining cave-in that reverberates into the present day, the members of the group must fight through their fear if they all hope to make it through the night in one piece. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds good. And, I mean, well, David S. Sandberg has, been, has done pretty well with uh, some horror movies. Indeed I, he has. If I do say so myself. I will agree. Well... Well, hopefully with this one, his mission isn't impossible. Huh. Uh. <laughs> well, I mean, it won't be a part one. But, I mean, 
there will be a part. I don't know where I was going with that. Never mind. <laughs> I reckon that uh, joke is dead. It sure was <laughs> dead and buried. <laughs> so Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning has apparently dropped the part one of its title. Mm-hmm. And it will be releasing on Paramount Plus on Thursday, the 25th. Okay. Right. Yep. Thursday, the 25th. That is indeed a Thursday. Good job, me. So, <laughs> yeah, apparently uh, the second movie is not going to be called Dead Reckoning Part 2. It is going to be called something else. Okay. Um, let me see if I can find out what it's called. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Okay. Yeah, so uh, as far as I can tell, Part 2 does not have a new title yet, but they will be changing it. Okay. But, yeah, it is no longer Part 1, and... Hmm. It will be releasing on Paramount Plus on January twenty fifth. Enjoy that. Oh, but you know the what movie did get was a... so good. <laughs> I honestly haven't seen it yet. Well, you should get Paramount Plus and watch it. I might have to. I might have to. Uh, but you know what movie well, is you getting might get a part a two? Well, there's that too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Mortal Kombat Part Two, or should I, or just Mortal Kombat Two? Honestly, uh, has apparently Ooh. wrapped filming. Okay. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, basically, uh, Lewis Tan has kind of put out pictures of everybody kind of celebrating the ending of filming and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And now we just got to wait for all of the, uh, what's it called? Post-production. There we go. Right. Yeah. Uh, I was in there post-processing. No post-production. <laughs> That's the one. Uh, we got to just wait for post-production to finish up and then we will be good to watch another Mortal Kombat movie on the big screen this time. Rather than on the little screen. Oh, that's right. Because, yeah, it premiered on uh, HBO Max, didn't it? In 2020. Yep. Yeah. Well, it it did also in theaters as well. But most people watched it on HBO Max. Right. Right. Including me. Yep. Like, I enjoyed the movie, but Mm -hmm. there wasn't really anything, like, memorable about it. Right. Yeah. So, So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Hopefully, with the sequel, it'll have a little bit more of a lasting impression. That is that is the hope. Hopefully, we are entertained. Exactly. See, I was hoping you were going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which actually brings us to our next movie. Gladiator 2 has also wrapped filming. Ooh. Yes. And this one is the one starring Paul Mescal. Right. And also has Denzel, right? I believe so. I think that's uh, what we were saying. Yep, yep. Pedro Pascal, Denzel Washington, uh, and Connie Nelson, who returns for the sequel. Oh, okay. Interesting. I'm still, I'm still intrigued in how they're going to do this, but mm-hmm. I'm there for it because I love the first Gladiator. So, well, I mean, it's been almost 25 years since the first one came out. Sure has. <laughs> that is crazy. It uh, is almost a almost a quarter century since the first movie came mm-hmm. out. How does that make you feel, Travis? Uh, old very old <laughs> yep 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 um I, I i i feel that there too right so uh yeah those ones those movies have officially wrapped uh filming but that doesn't mean that they won't go back and do like pickups or they won't go back and do any reshoots anything like that it's right. just the main the main production is done mm-hmm. uh but uh yeah, I guess uh, going from that, speaking of, of sequels and, and spinoffs, mm-hmm. John Wick and Highlander 
which are you know two pretty big franchises. Uh, Highlander, right. yep. I guess, not necessarily officially a big franchise yet, but mm-hmm. uh, apparently Chad Stahelski is now officially overseeing both of those franchises moving forward. Awesome. So he is basically going to be the the Kevin Feige of the John Wick and the Highlander universes. Just don't go over your head, man. Don't go too far over your head. I mean, there can be only one. That, that's very true. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, you know, obviously with John Wick, we have the John Wick movies, but then we also have Ballerina, which is that spinoff that's coming in. Mm-hmm. And then we have the Highlander movie, which has which has our boy, Henry Cavill. Heck yes, it does. Starring in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently, uh, oh, where was it? It was there. Basically, uh, Chad Stahelski will be, oh, where was it? Sorry, one second here. He'll be working with Thunder Rhodes, Basil Iwanek, and Erica Lee on the Wick franchise. And he'll be working with Neil H. Moritz and the estate okay. of the late Peter S. Davis on Highlander. Ooh, okay. I'm guessing he must have had something to do with the original, or the originals. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, he did. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, and he, he passed away February of 2021. Oh, wow, so not too long ago. Okay. Not too long ago. All right. Um, but yeah, so basically, I don't know. I feel like with Stahelski in an EP role, uh or just kind of like in a producer role that's kind of overseeing these franchises, the Highlander mm-hmm. franchise with Henry Cavill as the lead, as long as Henry mm-hmm. Cavill can get some, you know, input, I feel like it's going to be just fine. Oh, most definitely. And now all we need is, uh, oh, oh, <coughs> check this. Uh huh. Instead of Sean Connery, mm-hmm. Russell Crowe. I kind of like that. <laughs> All right, I'm down for that. So in, instead of a uh, instead of a Scotsman playing a Spaniard, it'd be a, it'd be a Kiwi playing a Spaniard. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> works out. It works out just fine. Right. Right. Although, if you think about it, let's see. Okay, hold mm-hmm. on, hold on. Let me let me double check something. Okay. Uh, Highlander. 1986, Sean Connery, he was 56. Oh, who was I just thinking? Who was I just thinking? So, uh, Sean Connery was 56 when Highlander came out. Oh, wow, okay. Do you know who is 63 years old right now? And who would fit the part uh, much better? Um, trying to think. Uh, very good with a sword. Very cat-like reflexes. Do not mess with boos in boos. Oh, Anton- Antonio Banderas? <laughs> yeah. You. Because he was born in Malaga, Spain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he's 63 years old right now. That's crazy. He definitely doesn't look it. Right? Right? But, I mean, it's a thought. Maybe. Possibly. Hmm. I could definitely see that. I mean. And that way you would actually have somebody from Spain playing a... Uh, <laughs> Spanish, uh, right? <laughs> character, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Exactly. Keep everything copacetic. I mean, it just makes sense too, right? Oh, it sure does. Oh, oh, I like that. Okay, okay. 
I'm so, okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm 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 going off on my own casting casting thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got to stop. I should send that to Chad Stahelski. You need to get Antonio Banderas. Um. <laughs> my my Georgie is right. I should get Antonio Banderas. Just for that, he's getting an executive producer credit and you know fifteen percent of sales. What? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> what if they? You got a phone call and that happened. You would. You oh, would, would lose it. I would lose my mind. <laughs> but you know, I'm sure. I'm sure this, these thoughts have gone through other people's heads that are in much more connected uh, areas than I am. So, but you know, maybe not. Who knows? We'll have to see. But yes, yeah, uh, Chad Stahelski is going to be the official overseer of both the Wick and Highlander franchises moving forward. I like it. But you know what we need? Somebody looking over. Who's that? Is those dang dinosaurs. <sighs> we just need to be done with those dang dinosaurs. So apparently <laughs> there is a new Jurassic World movie in uh... produ- er, like ramping up. But, but, uh, the writer that is... is right now tapped to write for it is david cope okay who was the writer of the original 1993 jurassic park and its sequel 1997's jurassic park the lost world okay all right i don't know i it really another jurassic world it it too soon man it's too soon like they would they've they already they put out Dominion, they said that was the last one. I mean that was twenty twenty two. And right now it's just it being was. written. So it still has to be finalized, it still has to get its director and cast and do all True. of that and film and visual effects. So I mean it's at least two years away. True, but I I, I guess I'm gonna have to remain skeptic. Mm-hmm. And because uh, after Dominion, I'm kind of dinosaured out. So, let me go ahead and go over some of his writing credits, if I may. Okay. okay. Uh, let's see here. 1991, Toy Soldiers did the screenplay. Okay. Nin- 1992, Death Becomes Her, written by uh, okay, okay. Jurassic Park, Carlito's Way, nice. Uh, nice. Mission Impossible, the screenplay and story were written by him. Nice. Jurassic Park, The Lost World. Uh, nice. 2002, Panic Room. Nice. Uh, he's got a screenplay credit on 2002's Spider-Man. Ooh. He's got a screenplay credit on 2004's Secret Window. Oh, uh, okay. 2005, screenplay credit for Zathura. Ooh, Screen- underrated. Screenplay credit of 2005's War of the Worlds. Okay. He does have a screenplay credit for 2008's Kingdom of the Crystal Skull and for I, Angels and Demons. Okay. All right. Uh, written, uh, 2014 written by, uh, credit for Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit. Okay. Uh, he did... That's the, the one... Wait, oh. wait. Is that the one with Pine, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, 2017 screenplay by, uh, for The Mummy. Okay. Which doesn't necessarily mean that he wrote it so as far as i can tell screenplay does not mean like wrote it wrote it but you know definitely had a say in some stuff and i feel like 
there is a lot of Jurassic Park humor in the mummy, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. And okay, which version of the mummy is is this Brendan Fraser or Tom Cruise? This is Tom Cruise. Okay. So like there are parts that are funny. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of those parts uh are kind of like the same type of funny that Jurassic Park was. Okay. Sure. I don't know if that makes sense. I I I think I can smell what you're cooking. Okay. Well, he also uh, wrote the 2023 Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Okay. And then uh, he is writing a couple other things right now, including uh, Black Bag, which is, I believe, something that we will be getting to later. Yep. Okay. And also the... Uh, I don't think that this is in production anymore. Never mind. We're just going to leave that off there. Bride of Frankenstein. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, which is supposedly, uh, according to the tagline, described as the third film in the Universal's Dark Universe franchise. Oh. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so he's been tapped to make a pass on this one. Okay. And well, that should be okay. interesting. He definitely has the, the, the writing credit, so I'll give him that. Um. I guess we'll we'll just have to see. Honestly, mm. that's just that's all I have to say about that one. <laughs> you know what else we'll have to see about? What's that? Crafting some mines. Uh, uh, so the the Minecraft movie we've talked about it before. Mm -hmm. uh, it's gotten some you know some some pretty good uh, good names attached to it now. So last What's week that? last week we had uh, Jack Black. Mm -hmm. This week. We have not only Kate McKinnon and Jermaine Clement, but <laughs> also Jennifer Coolidge joining in on the fun. I love it. Okay. So that means we have Jennifer Coolidge, Kate McKinnon, Jermaine Clement, uh, Jack Black, and Jason Momoa. It's a good along, cast. Along with some other people that uh, I don't know by name right now, which I apologize. Okay. So I, I still want to see how this goes. I want to keep my optimism in check, mm -hmm. but at the same time, there was uh, a video edit of Jennifer Coolidge, like turning around and then like saying something, but all that came out was a villager just, yeah, it was, it was fun. It was fun. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So that, uh, that should be interesting to see. I, I want to see, I want to know what it's going to be about. Like I want, I want to, you know, tagline, logline, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. But they don't have anything for that yet because it is shooting in New Zealand right now. I believe well, looks like, yeah. Yep. We will get it soon enough, man. I know, but it doesn't come soon enough. I know. Another will say the, that the, uh, the truth will be out there. Wow. Deep cut right there. Oof. <laughs> Oof. well speaking of the x-files jillian anderson <laughs> has apparently joined in on a new movie uh that is currently filming and that is tron aries this is the third okay. movie in the tron franchise uh this is the one that the cast includes jared leto jared leto uh jody turner smith and Greta Lee, who was in Past Lives. Okay. Uh, 
plot still under wraps. We don't know who Gillian Anderson is playing. And the director uh, is the director of Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales, and Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. There we go. Maleficent. (laughs) (laughs) Maleficent. There we go. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I really enjoyed Legacy. Me too. You know, the... The original is is a classic. It's not like it's not the best movie, obviously, but mm. it's still a classic. I really enjoyed right. Legacy. I just don't know how to feel about this one. Like I would have liked to have had a sequel of actually like a actual sequel of Tron Legacy. Yeah, absolutely. With Garrett Hedlund and uh uh Olivia Wilde. I mean, yep. all, like that's like like that cast was stacked. It I mean, definitely Daft was. The music. Yeah, it was. It, it was really good. <sighs> Man, I got to listen to that soundtrack again, though. <laughs> it is really good. It is amazing. Like, you know, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I won't go. I won't go into it. But I really enjoyed that soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, I, I am not the biggest fan of dubstep, but uh, that tr- Yeah, yeah, that soundtrack is fantastic. Hmm. Hmm. You know, it doesn't it doesn't matter if you've been around a while or if you're a new cl- new kid on the block. Um, mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> oh, I mean, you could be you could be a part of a funky bunch too. You never know. Exactly. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you like that one? That was good. Uh, speaking of Marky Mark, <laughs> <laughs> Mark Wahlberg is in a new movie called uh play dirty and apparently lakeith stanfield has joined in uh and this is this is coming from shane black okay and yeah so lakeith stanfield has been he's been doing pretty good around you know around town recently sure Uh, has i mean he was just or he's in the book Book of clarence which is out right now uh he Mm -hmm. was in knives out uh he was in get Mm -hmm. out Mm -hmm. you know he's he's done some pretty good stuff most definitely Oh, that's right. He was in Sorry to Bother You as well. Oh, yeah, he was. And Selma. Yeah, I never did see that one, but yes. That's right. He was in Haunted Mansion as well. Oh, yeah, he was. So, sorry. Uh, just keep on keep on going through his stuff. Man, this is... Okay. Okay. Holy cow. So let me, let me just kind of go through this here quick. Uh, oh, he was young ghoul face in The Purge Anarchy in 2014 as Keith Stanfield. Okay. He was in Selma as Jimmy Lee Jackson. Okay. He was in Dope as Bug. Okay. Straight out of Compton as Snoop. Oh, that was okay. He played Snoop Dogg. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he was in Get Out, like we said. Right. Uh, he was in Sorry to Bother You, uh, The Girl in the Spider's Web. Mm-hmm. He was in Uncut Gems, and then Knives Out, Judas and the Black Messiah. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, the Harder They Fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Haunted Mansion, Book of Clarence. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he's got some good stuff in his uh, filmography there. He sure does. Uh, but yeah, now he's going to be uh, joining Mark Wahlberg in Shane Black's Play Dirty. Shane Black, wow. What was the last movie Shane Black did? It hadn't been Predator. Like that new Predator movie that came out not that long ago? Uh, let's see here. Are we talking writing or directing? Directing. Uh, yep. Yep. I mean, he's only done five directing things. <clears throat> okay. 
Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Iron Man 3, a TV movie called Edge, and then he did The Nice Guys and then The Predator. Okay. Uh, but writing... Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> writing he's been doing for a while longer, uh, mm-hmm. but the last thing that he wrote that was made was uh, The Predator. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, because he also... So, like I said, he's been, he's been writing for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, he wrote Lethal Weapon back in 1987. Wow, okay. Lethal Weapon 2. Uh, he wow. did the screenplay, okay. or he did the characters and the story for that one. Uh, he did the screenplay for The Last Boy Scout. He did okay. the screenplay for The Last or for Last Action Hero. Uh, he, he wrote The Long Kiss Goodnight. Uh, okay. He wrote the screenplay for Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which he also directed. Uh, okay. Screenplay for Iron Man 3, which he also directed. Nice Guys, he wrote it. Uh, and then The Predator. And then they also have Last Action Hero up here for 2021 for deleted and alternate scenes. Okay. So that must have been just released, newly released stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, uh, Shane Black going to be directing, uh, Play Dirty. Should be fun. Awesome. More stuff. Uh, some more people joining in on movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Fountain of Youth movie. We, I think we talked about it last week as well. Which I is do Guy, believe so, yeah. Yep. Guy Ritchie's, uh, Apple and Skydance movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gleason has joined in. That's nice. Yeah, and this is this is the one that is John Krasinski and Natalie Portman, mm-hmm. where we are very kind of eh, maybe ah, I don't know. We'll have to see if they it's have just, any like they, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be like it's such a weird. I shouldn't say weird, but like Natalie, I don't think those two have worked together before, and I'm just interested. I'm I'm very interested to see how their chemistry will be together, as in uh, John Krasinski and uh, Natalie Portman. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, all I, all I can see is for Fountain of Youth. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we got uh, Donald Gleason joining in. Should be. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really like him as an actor. Uh, he does really good. I mm-hmm. think personally. I do too. I like him. And so we'll have to see how this one all goes. We'll see what Guy Ritchie see. does. Yes. <laughs> uh, and more. <laughs> more casting news there's a lot of casting news this week mm-hmm. uh we were just i was just actually talking about it uh black bag which is i believe being written by david cope okay i think that's what i what i had seen that's not what i wanted uh yep black bag so yeah uh black bag which is being written by david cope which is the one that i said we would get back to later uh mm-hmm. is a new steven soderbergh movie okay and apparently uh, Kate Blanchett, Michael, Kate Blanchett, Michael Fassbender, uh, have been added into the cast for it and they're awesome. attached, they're attached to star in it. Okay. So, you know, Magneto and Hella <laughs> join in forces. I like it. Steven Soderbergh usually puts out pretty good stuff. It should be, it should be pretty fun. Uh, yeah. let me see. Yeah. So basically it, it sounds like it is a, a spy thriller. Okay. So, I mean, coming from uh, Steven Soderbergh, I think it should be pretty interesting, personally. Most definitely. I'm ready for it. Let's see Let's see what uh, what goes on with this one. I look forward to it. I usually like Steven Soderbergh stuff, so it should be good. Very nice. Uh, which actually brings us to our last bit of casting news, finally. Mm. And that is for uh, Jason Reitman's Saturday Night Live origin pick, which is SNL 1975. 
So okay. <laughs> apparently, uh, Gabriel Labelle, who was in the Fablemans, I mm-hmm. think he was the he was uh, Steven Spielberg's kind of self insert character in the semi biographical The Fablemans. Okay. Uh, so he starred in that. He is going to be playing Lorne Michaels, who is you know the the kind of head guy of SNL. Right. And then uh, Cooper Hoffman, who was in uh, oh something licorice. Uh, oh, uh, licorice, licorice pizza. pizza. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, so he will be playing Dick Ebersol, and then okay. uh, Rachel Sano. Or Sinat, I don't know how to pronounce that last name. I do apologize. We'll be playing Rosie mm-hmm. Schuster. Okay. Um, and then she, so she was most recently seen opposite uh, Io Edabiri, who just won the Emmy uh, mm-hmm. in MGM's Bottoms. Ah, uh, okay. All right. And then she was also in uh, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Oh, I like that movie too. Okay. So I uh, honestly, this. It sounds like Jason Reitman and his writing partner, uh, Gil Keenan, wrote mm-hmm. who they wrote the script uh, after interviewing and talking to a bunch of people, a bunch of the the cast and crew that are still with us uh, mm-hmm. about that. The very first uh, episode of SNL on October 11th, mm-hmm. 1975. Wow. Okay. So. Uh, it it says it uh, that it depicts the chaos and magic of a revolution that almost wasn't, counting down the minutes in real time to the infamous words "Live from New York." It's Saturday Saturday night. If they do this in the vein or in the style of the of the disaster artist, I think it could be really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does say counting down the minutes in real time, so it's almost like you know it's starting what hour and a half two hours before or like the the start of the movie is an hour and a half two hours before the uh first (laughs) the first episode yep yep okay be before they go live obviously yeah yeah so basically it's that run up to and then like the very last line of the movie will be you know live from new york it's saturday night wow that's my guess Mm mm-hmm so uh, we'll have to we'll have to see how that all goes, but yeah, those three have been cast in uh, SNL nineteen seventy five. I like it. So that does bring us kind of to the end of our news before we hit our trailers. Travis, do you have anything else you want to say about any of the movie news that we had? Uh, I don't have anything, sir. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, before we get into the trailers, mm-hmm. you should visit us at Facebook, where facebook.com slash movies are a thing. We also on Twitter and Instagram at movies are a thing. No spaces, dash slash anything like that. At movies are a thing. <laughs> Come on by and say hi. I love the way you do that. Oh, thank you. Um, You're welcome. And I'm doing that now because we only have a couple trailers and we only really have <laughs> like one movie premiering and then one kind of re-release, I guess. Okay. Uh, but uh, let's go into our trailers, shall we? Sounds good. First one that we have is the the full trailer of a teaser that we had last week, and that is for Spaceman. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this movie had me until the spider came in. <laughs> <laughs> you, you didn't like the uh, Paul Dano spider? I mean, it. like, I'm going to watch it. It just looks really weird. Like, it, like, I just wasn't expecting it. And then, and then all of a sudden he just pops up on screen. It's like, oh, 
okay. And then, oh, that's voiced by Paul Dano. Okay, yeah. even better. <laughs> yeah. So basically, it seems like um, Adam Sandler is, he must have volunteered for like this uh, solo, just kind of like, uh, oh, what do they call it? Uh, why am I blanking? Like a solo mission? Kind of, yeah. But like, uh, where he just kind of separates himself from everybody else. Oh, uh, seclusion. No, not seclusion. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so basically, like, he he's on this, like, exploration thing or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. just by himself, doesn't have a lot of connection with anybody else, and then um, he's trying to just kind of emotionally process everything, because apparently his wife, I'm guessing, is pregnant mm-hmm. um, when he left, and so he's kind of dealing with all of that. Uh, and then Paul Dano shows up as a spider, which is super creepy. Yeah. <laughs> And not like a small spider either. He's Ew. a big spider. Yeah. <laughs> but he he's he's playing like a another explorer. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, finding Adam Sandler's character very interesting. You know, kind of trying to process his memories and his thoughts yeah. and uh you know, just kind of coming in from this seclusion to uh trying to figure out what life will be like once he gets back if he gets back yeah mm-hmm. i don't know it's it looks very good mm-hmm. but if you have any sort of arachnophobia probably <laughs> not the movie for you yeah probably not <laughs> unless you can like really get past it but right because it's like i wouldn't assume that like he'll be holding the spider since that spider looks like to be about his size Oh, oh, it did. It was definitely uh, hand and leg. Or bigger. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah at, at some points, they were kind of holding on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll have to watch it and find out. Yeah. And this is coming from the director of Chernobyl as well, mm-hmm. just as a heads up for you. Yeah, uh, and I've this heard be... that that series is very good. Yeah, I've heard that as well. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, this will be coming to Netflix March 1st, just as a heads up for you. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, the next trailer that we had is the trailer for Hitman. Uh, this one will be coming to Netflix June 7th. Uh, but this is the new Richard Linklater mm-hmm. writing, writing, written, directed, and co-written and starring Glenn Powell. So uh, the guy from Top Gun Maverick and uh, the one that just came out, the rom-com. Anyone but you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Yep. Um. But yeah, he plays a a hitman who somebody tries to get his services and he falls in love with her, apparently. Okay. All right. Uh, but what did you think of the trailer? You know, it, I wasn't too sure on what it was truly about. But now that you're saying that like they come together and they fall in love, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um. I feel like there's going to be multiple hitmen, though, because if, if you notice in the trailer, it says, who's your hitman? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I wonder if there's going to be, like, multiple, like, different ones, maybe trying to go after him or some sort of, like, situation like that. So let me go ahead and read this description here. Okay. From Academy Award-nominated writer-director Richard Linklater, co-written mm-hmm. and starring Glenn Powell alongside Adria Arjona, 
comes Hitman, inspired by an unbelievable true story. A hitman meets his match in a client who steals his heart and ignites a powder keg of deception and mixed up identities. Hitman comes to Netflix June 7th. Interesting. So you are definitely uh, right on the ball with uh, mixed up identities and all that kind of fun stuff too. Okay. All right. Go me. (laughs) Good job, Travis. (laughs) Good job, Travis. Woo. Uh, you can't that, see it, but uh, I patted myself on the back. Good job. Very nice. Thanks. Golf clap? Golf clap. Yes, golf clap. Um, but that does bring us to our last trailer of the week, which also kind of brings us into a movie that's premiering this week, uh, and that is Godzilla Minus One Minus Color. <laughs> so this is, we've talked about it before, uh, but it is officially going to be here this week opening on Friday for one week as of right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Godzilla minus one minus color, which is going to be the black and white version of Godzilla minus one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know we talked about it before, but basically it's going to be Godzilla minus one. Uh, but they did go through basically every scene and kind of adjust it for black and white. They just didn't put a black and white filter on it and send it out. They went through mm-hmm. and, and adjusted stuff to kind of fit the black and white film. And it kind like I kind of like how it looks, almost like a puppet in some ways. Like you know it's CG, but mm. like you can almost it almost looks like a puppet, like it was in the originals. Right, right, and definitely, and, uh, definitely puppets. trying to get that original feel of you know man in a mm-hmm. suit, like you're saying. Yeah, um, yeah. But I've seen this movie; it is fantastic. If you haven't seen it already, go watch it, and you'll get a chance to see it. Not uh, not only in theaters, but in black and white, which is apparently something that the director is very, very enthusiastic about mm-hmm. uh, starting on Friday. I know I plan on watching it without color, so. Very nice. Very nice. Yes. Uh, but that, that does bring us to the last movie that we have for this week. Like I said, mm-hmm. not very many movies coming out this week. Uh but that will be Miller's Girl. This one is rated R and will be in theaters. A talented young writer embarks on a creative odyssey when her teacher assigns a project that entangles them both in an increasingly complex web. As lines blur and their lives intertwine, Professor and Protégé must confront their darkest selves while straining to preserve their individual sense of purpose and the things they hold most dear. IMDb has this one at a 6.3 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic did not have a score for this one. I want to see this. Really? I do. Okay. Okay. Uh, so just as a disclaimer, like this one, I watched the trailer for it and it mm-hmm. actually had a disclaimer at the end of it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let me, sorry. Let me just see if I can pull that up one more time. Uh, there we go. Basically there, there is a, a, a thing at the end of the trailer that says, uh, there are complex themes that appear in this film to access resources on some of the subject matter. Please, please visit and then it has a website for the movie uh Mm -hmm. basically this movie is about a student and a teacher kind of starting up an inappropriate relationship Mm -hmm. and uh kind of the the fallout from that you know whether it's the the student uh not necessarily fabricating stuff but Mm -hmm. coming clean about stuff to harm the teacher which i mean again you know the the teacher kind of got themselves into this whole mess to begin with too. Sure. I mean, it's, it's a lot of, uh, I guess themes that it, it is rated R for a reason. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so like, I don't know, like this one just doesn't seem good to me, I guess. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't think I would be able to enjoy it at all. Okay. Like, I mean, I do like, I do like Martin Freeman. I do like Jenna Ortega, mm-hmm. but just the, the subject matter of this movie. I just don't know, man. Like, okay. I, I don't want to watch it because of the subject matter. I want to watch it be- just because Jenna Ortega and Martin Freeman are in it. I like those two so much. Okay. Okay. I got you. So you're you're watching it, uh, despite the subject matter, despite despite the subject matter for the actors, right? And I want to support them because they are fantastic. Right, right. And for me, I feel like I can't watch it because of the subject matter, despite the actors that are in it. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I got you. I got you. So we are on the different ends of the spectrum. A little bit, yeah, a little bit. (laughs) So, uh. That is the movies that we have for this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you want to watch both of them. Yes. I only want to watch one. Sounds good. <laughs> we'll see how it all goes. But other than that, Travis. Yes, sir. Do you have anything else you want to say about any of the movies or any of the news, any of the trailers, anything like that? Uh, I got nothing. All right. Well, then you should visit us at Facebook or at Facebook.com slash Movies Are Thing. We also on Twitter and Instagram at Movies Are Thing. No space to dash or slash anything like that at Movies Are Thing. <sighs> We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash movies. I think if you want to help support the podcast, we do have that over there. Travis. Yes. I do believe it is about that time. Here it comes. Cue the outro. Thank you for listening to Movies Are a Thing. Be sure to tune in next week for more movies and tangents with us. Dang it. Dig dang it. I don't know, man. Gosh darn dingly dang it. Yep. 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 I should probably pull up all of my news articles. That might help. Maybe. Maybe not. Unless you want to go in blind, but... (laughs) Yeah. We're just going to wing it today. (laughs) Sounds like a plan. All right. Woo. I I feel like Super Bowl weekend is going to be a big weekend for us. Yeah. Because they're going to be dropping that Deadpool trailer. Oh, really? 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 I don't know how long it'll be, but it'll be a trailer. It will be. It will be. Although I do need I'm, to. I think everything looks good. Do... Oh, there we go. There we go. Are you okay? So on that one for uh, Tron Aries, uh-huh. is that supposed to be? Is that supposed to be Gillian Anderson? What are you talking about? It definitely was that the entire time. Okay. okay. <laughs> I was like Gillian Anders. Okay. And then I was like, okay. Is it Jillian? I believe it's Jillian Anderson, yeah. Okay. I just said Gillian. <laughs> to be a goofball. Um, well, yeah, the skipper too. Yeah, I think too. everything looks good. You know, the, the well, millionaire and, and his wife? Well, yeah, and, and the professor and Marianne. <laughs> you're on Gillian's <laughs> aisle. 
<laughs> we are not that old. We shouldn't be making Gilligan's Island references. Well, I mean, it is a, uh, it is a third movie in the trilogy. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was a stretch, but I made it work. You did. Golf clap to you, sir. Golf clap? Golf clap. Go- yes. Golf clap. Uh, the Estevez brothers. <laughs> what movie is that from? Isn't it uh, Hard at Work? No, something at M- Minute Work. Yep. Yep. Which is a movie I've seen exactly one time. <laughs> I watched it and I was like, okay, that's enough. Do they indeed work? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> False advertising. <laughs> Father's brother's cousin's former roommate. <laughs> okay. Elton John Dodger Stadium. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, but yeah, shoot, now I'm back to yawning again, so, all right, man, I will let you get going since you have to get up for work and everything. All right, sounds good. You have yourself a good one. Uh, you too, oh, man. Uh, see, now I caught him from you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thanks, man. Appreciate You're welcome. it. You're welcome. All right. Have yourself a good one, man. Yeah, you too. Right. Goodbye now. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.